Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Welcome to 716 Together, a Western New York Audio Town Hall presentation of Cumulus Media Buffalo, designed to inform, inspire, and empower our community on issues that affect us all. Welcome to our show, 716 Together. I'm your host, Tammy Lee Demler. Joining me, Liz Vetrano, who is the Director of Development and Marketing with EPIC, which is an acronym, Every Person Influences Children. I love having you on because, number one, I love your organization, but number two, this event upcoming on March 19th is my dream. I, I can tell you that I've been to the mansion on St. Patrick's Day, and it's a perfect, and this is a perfectly wonderful event to be able to help fund a great cause. So that's my commercial for this, but <laughs> let's talk a little bit, if you will, Liz, because we have a half hour together. What is EPIC? What is Every Person Influences Children all about? So EPIC has been in existence now for 43 years, and it comes from a very powerful story of a Buffalo couple named Bob and Linda Wilson. And they grew up in Buffalo, raised four daughters in Buffalo, and were known for always taking in and and supporting children that maybe were not their own. So neighbors and their daughter's friends. And there was a teenage boy living next door to them who really became like a fifth child to them as they were growing up. So they would go fishing together and they would go on vacations together. And uh, so they really took him in because he was currently living in foster care and his foster parents were wonderful people. And at the same time, didn't always have the time that he needed while he was growing up. So the Wilsons really took him in. And one day, Bob came home and he found that that same boy had actually broken into their home and murdered his wife, Linda, uh, while he was out. And Bob did the unthinkable to me, and he chose empathy and inquiry. And he dug into this boy's life. And he learned that at age 15, this boy had been passed through 11 different foster homes and had experienced multiple kinds of abuse and neglect. And his current foster parents had reached out for help. But at that time in the late 70s, the resources were not available. And so Bob took a year to process this grief. And then he, his daughter Hope will tell you, he came out of the basement one day and he said, I'm going to start something that will unite families and schools and other communities so we can all be a village that works together to raise children so nobody falls through the cracks like this. And so he started Epic with that exact mission that we now refer to as strengthening families and building community to raise children who make a positive impact in the world. Well, that's a pretty Herculean effort. And I know you guys have done a great job with it. And again, to be able to support you uh, in this great nonprofit uh, with this map of how we want to improve the future and our our citizens and our community is really an amazing, is an amazing thing. Now, I, I don't want to steal the thunder, but I want to make sure that people also know that help is imminent like they can help very soon to be able to help your cause continue because i can just imagine the costs for doing business of what all that you do must be a tremendous a tremendous and tremendous need but what's happening here on saint patrick's day which is march 19th i'm gonna let you talk about it because i'm just so excited about it 
Of course. So this is finally our return to the mansion after having shuttered it for a few years due to COVID. So this will actually be our eighth time at the mansion for the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And there are a lot of different things going on that day. So first of all, I know we're not in the 10 day forecast yet necessarily at this time, but watching the parade from inside the elegance and the warmth and the comfort of the mansion, you can't beat that. You don't have to worry about parking. You don't have to worry about weather. You don't have to worry about a good view. Everything is right there for you. We have a private area at the mansion right by the giant windows where you'll be able to watch the parade. You also will be able to enjoy unlimited food, we will have a private bar that is just for the attendees of this event. We will have live performances from bagpipers and Irish dancers. And we will also have uh, access to a silent auction as well as basket raffles that are exclusively at this event. There'll be 50-50 raffles. There will be a wine pool where you can get anywhere from you know a $10 to a $100 bottle, depending on your luck. So a lot of different things going on that day. And your ticket purchase goes directly to helping the literal million of families that Epic has helped so far. Now, just a question, and I know people have asked me this, I don't know what to say, but is that, I would assume, is that a tax deduction? Can people also claim that as a tax deduction for the year or? So there's different areas where people can. So tax write-offs uh, and tax deductions, because you're receiving a ticket for this purchase, your ticket in particular would not be considered a write-off. But there are other donation opportunities at the event that you would be able to fully write off and receive that uh, acknowledgement letter as well. And then, of course, other opportunities outside of St. Patrick's Day to support throughout the year. Now, is St. Patrick's Day a particular important part of this? Or is it just because this is a great opportunity for Buffalo to get together and celebrate? Or is there a specific meaning to this the holiday? Yeah, that's a great question. And no, I think it is that because in Buffalo, it's maybe the first time post-holiday that we're all kind of coming out of that winter and, and ready to do something and celebrate. And, you know, maybe the dust has settled a little bit from our holiday purchases. It's tax, tax season. So what a great time to put a little bit towards supporting a local organization. I love it. And I'm on your website right now, and there's a lot of information that, that you have already talked about, but in terms of your story and such, but you have other programs and I want to make sure people understand them. I mean, you have, I see 10 things right here, families and tradition, incredible years just for me. Talk about some of these, if you will. Of course. So what I'll say first is that Epic has programming for your child's entire span. So it, we have program for kids, we have programs for parents, and we have programs for the family to do together. And we have them as early as when the child is still in utero and for new and expectant parents, all the way up through teenage programs as well. So it really runs regardless of age, regardless of situation you may be going through with your child, chances are there's an epic program for that. The other thing I will say too is that all of our programming is completely free to our participants because of the generosity of corporate funders, government contracts, and donors like yourself. Wonderful. So if somebody, well, people listening today may have kind of gotten stuck at, at foster families and foster care. It's It goes beyond that, right? It absolutely does. And something that we have seen not just in the 43 years of our existence, but particularly in the last few years with COVID is it sort of came to the surface that parenting is not easy for anybody, mm -hmm. regardless of your circumstances. And we are navigating some really new territory right now as we try to come out of this, this pandemic world that we were in for so long. So 
There are things for literacy. If you're concerned that, you know, the time at home or just the readjustment to school and your child's not reading where they should be. We have a lot for dealing with teens and trying to understand that the world they live in now is vastly different from when we were teenagers. And so there are going to be things that we don't understand. And so there's ways that we can support them and be there for them and ask questions that actually will get an answer, not just them going up to their room and not wanting to talk to you. So there's a lot of different things out there for parents that are maybe going through struggles now for the first time that they hadn't experienced before. So somebody who's listening to this conversation that we're having may say, this could be something maybe I could use or, or a neighbor that I know is really struggling can, can use. What is the first opportunity to, to intercept with you? How do they reach out? What does the first encounter look like? Of course. So there's a few different things. Some people like to really take the time on our website to look around at the different programs that we have offered. And we have them set up in a few different ways to make it accessible. So yes, by name, but you can also search by the age of your child or by the general department. So that might help narrow things down a bit. So that's helpful for people that maybe want to have all of the information before taking that next step forward. Of course, they can also call us at 332-4100 or email us. Our email address is hero at epicforchildren.org and just outline a little bit of what they're looking for. And then somebody will get in touch with them within the day that will connect them a little bit more to the direction that we can use to support them. Mm-hmm. And as you're mentioning, like getting online, kind of perusing the opportunities there gives is giving me even a little bit of a better sense. I just clicked on a link that it says, you know, professional development, epic programs. There's two, there are workshops, but this one is really looking at family engagement and why it matters. And all of these components, you know, family engagement surveys, di- you know, differentiated family engagement training, it looks like, looking like there can be even three hour trainings for staff and barriers. I mean, that's great. Absolutely. Somewhere where we've really grown, particularly in the past several years, is we're not just offering programs to parents. We are offering them to all types of caregivers, grandparents, teachers, daycare centers, anywhere, school districts, anywhere that is dealing with children and interacting with children. And that's all going back to our mission of it's not just the parent's job and it's not just the teacher's job. Everybody needs to work together. So we do offer a wide variety of professional development where we can go into schools and work consistently or where a school or an organization can choose to take one three-hour workshop that would really set them up for Mm -hmm. success. And as you're mentioning grandparents, now we're kind of all existing in a world where grandparents are taking, in some cases, a primary role in child rearing, where, you know, the the parents perhaps have been unable to manage that uh, or are unable to to carry on that parental role. Um, so grandparents, you know, that kind of puts a little, you know, perk in my ear, you know, because I know a lot of people my age now who have grandchildren and are struggling to try to manage that, a role they never thought that they would be be faced with, right? You, you know, we think that traditional parenting, you know, that's is generational, but now it's, it's all different. Absolutely. And especially, you know, the more we learn and the more we evolve, sometimes the way that our parents raised us are not necessarily the ways that we want to raise our children. Mm-hmm. So it can be very helpful if grandparents are involved in a child's life for maybe the parent and grandparent to take a course together. So Mm -hmm. they can maybe get on more of a same page if they are, for whatever reason, butting heads over particular child rearing techniques. Now, I also noticed that you have opportunities for um, 
volunteers. I love being able to offer this because some people may not be able to, you know, fund a ticket to go to an event like the mansion. They, you know, they may not even have any finances to be able to donate at all to a charity at this point, but volunteering is time and we all have some time we can give to make the world a better place. Tell us what volunteers can do to help you. Of course. So it's definitely seasonal when it comes to the amount of opportunities, excuse me, that are available. So in the spring and summer and even into the fall, we have a lot of story time programming, which is a really fun place to volunteer because we get a ton of kids and a ton of families. And story time is one of our programs that is geared towards the whole family. And so it is the idea that we can have stories be so much more than just reading books and and looking at words on a page, because that doesn't always resonate with some kids, which then in turn can be very frustrating for parents. So story time is a program where a book is read aloud by a guest reader. It is interpreted in American sign language. Sometimes it's read in another language as well. Hmm. And then we do a STEM activity based on the book and an art project based on the book, and a movement activity based on the book, sometimes even music based on the book. So the idea is that maybe sitting and reading is not what's going to resonate with your child, but they could act out a part of the story, or they could draw a picture of their favorite part of the story. And all of these things are literacy. And so it's a really, really fun program. We're always looking for volunteers to support that, again, primarily in the summer months. And then we also take that virtual in the colder weather where we have community members, we invite them to in their own home or they can come into the Epic building and we record them reading different types of stories, especially if it's in a different language or if it's in a book that maybe isn't necessarily as popular, but something that means you know a special thing to them. So we always, always welcome contributors to our virtual channel where they can read different stories and do different things like that. Now I've got to ask, were you virtual before COVID? We were not. <laughs> See, I, I'm not a promoter of the fact that the pandemic was anything positive, but I think that there were consequences to it that gave us a broader opportunity to pe- reach people that otherwise were not reachable. Absolutely. And it was very interesting because I know I started with Epic three weeks before the pandemic. So the virtual world is really all that I know in that realm. But I remember everything shutting down and all of us logging on Monday morning for our first Zoom call probably ever for most of us saying, what are we going to do? And we realized that parenting is not stopping in this pandemic. That everyone was saying, oh, the world is on pause, but parents were not afforded the luxury. They had to keep going. And so we very quickly came up with the concept that parenting doesn't stop, so neither do we. And within a week, we shifted every single program online, and we started classes up that second week. That's amazing. That's a, they call that pivot speed. Absolutely. <laughs> Some words we don't want to ever use again, but pivoting <laughs> was what we all did, and you guys did it a really an amazing, uh, amazing way to be able to help people. More of Seven One Six Together coming up in just a moment. Are you ready for hard hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.
Welcome back to 716 Together, a weekly forum to inform, inspire, and empower Western New York. I know that you have also a, a library, a newsletter, and a blog, and write by text. I'm not sure what that is, but let's talk about the newsletter and blog. Can people just sign up to get it? And what would the newsletter entail? What would it, what would it have in there for me? Of course. So the newsletter comes out typically once a month, sometimes more if we have you know particular events or things going on. But it really is a roundup of all of the parenting and family engagement resources that you could need coming up. So it talks about, obviously, this time, the St. Patrick's Day event. It talks about great books for Black History Month that you can read with your child. It talks about all of the upcoming classes and programs that we may have going on. It talks about fun ideas that you can do over winter break with your kids. So a lot of really different things and opportunities, upcoming focus groups. So if any um, jobs that we hear of where companies are hiring, sometimes we'll put that in there as well. So really any opportunity that we have to provide resources to the families reading this newsletter, we're going to include. Perfect. And I would assume it's electronic or is it in paper copy, old-fashioned snail mail? (laughs) Not quite yet. We're not there. So right now it's just an email that'll land in your inbox the first Monday of every month. Okay, perfect. Wow, that's that's a pretty frequent publication. You must be right on top of that, Liz, right? <laughs> I do my best. I'd like yeah. to think so. <laughs> Excellent. How about the blog? Is that kind of like daily ideas or topics that are like the jour that you find to be of interest to your audience? Yeah, so that one actually is, I would say, our biggest work in progress right now because we didn't necessarily have one in the past. We had different articles and, and press releases and emails that we would write. Uh, and we relied very heavily on our social media to put out these different kinds of ideas. And social media is wonderful. And I also wanted a place where it could live for a little bit longer, kind of the one-stop shop where you don't have to scroll through the last however long of posts to try to find, oh, what was that one thing I saw that I wanted to go back to? So the blog is something that is very new and and still evolving and in creation, but it is where we hope to, again, really have all of those different resources for parents where you can navigate really quickly from, I want to do something fun with my kids to what class do I take in order to regain custody of my kids and everything in between. All right. I love it. And then in terms of library, is that something you want to talk about? Or is that sort of just like a a reference library? It looks like coming soon, you've got a nice banner with lots of goodies and stuff. (laughs) It it maybe it looks like you have a more a brick and mortar place. We do. So our offices are at 1021 Broadway, which is right next to the Broadway market. And so we've been there since October of 2020. So really enjoying our neighborhood and our new space. And in that building, it's actually a very interesting concept. It is we are part of what is called the Care Management Coalition, which is a collection of nonprofits and agencies that all do different yet similar things. And the idea is Let's house us all in one space so that way if somebody has a participant come in that needs another agency services, you're not telling them to go back outside, get in the car, get on the bus, make an appointment, go over there. Everything they need is in this one building. So we are there with mental health advocates. We're there with Parent Network and a lot of other really incredible agencies. So it's really wonderful to be in that space with Jericho Road, Broadway Pediatrics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some great, great partners. Well, let me ask you, if you already, if you said this, I missed it because I'm kind of extrapolating my thoughts as like, I think I'm going to be there when I'm at the Broadway market. How long have you been in that space? So we had planned to move in before COVID Mm. and that delayed things a little bit. So we moved in in bits and pieces, but I would say since the beginning of 2021, absolutely full time in that building. 
Well, people need to know. And again, I, I, Broadway Market is the one of the best secrets of Buffalo, I think. And so with Easter coming up, people hopefully can make a, like a little journey over to, to say hello, see what you've got to offer. Or can people just come in and ask questions? Absolutely. Of course, there are always people in the building that are willing to help, able to help. Uh, there's a beautiful green space right across the street. So Epic is actually at Superman Corner. So the intersection of Clark and Kent. And oh, so my gosh. That's, that's right where we are. That's right perfect. The corner. So we host a lot of incredible events out on that green space in the summer. So it's a really, really wonderful area to be in. We're so happy in our neighborhood. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby at the whole school. Yeah, just I hurt me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created this show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is just a plug, and I'm, I, I'm, I know that all the Buffalo partners work together, is that you should have just a little sign or something at the, at the Broadway market for Easter, because so many kids come there, so many families come there for that holiday, and just say, hey, stop in next door. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I usually interview the Broadway market by now. I got to reach out to see what's going on over there just to kind of promote them as a, as a community partner as well. But certainly people need to come and see you. But before Easter, guess what's coming? St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and I want to make sure that we plug your event. And I, I know you touched on it, but people who are just, you know, dialing in now will completely not know what's happening. So St. Patrick's Day, it's coming soon. It's March 19th, right? Yes. My, okay. So that's a Sunday. Sunday parade day. So people need to know, right? Yeah, 17th is actually the holiday, but the event in Buffalo, the parade day is March 19th at the mansion. It's the eighth annual. Tell us what's happening. Yes. So it has never been more fun to support a nonprofit in Buffalo than it is on St. Patrick's Day. So we have a giant celebration at the mansion on Delaware. As you said, this is our eighth year and your ticket price goes directly to supporting Epic's work and our programs and our services and the families here in Western New York. And with that ticket price, you get full access to watching the parade from the mansion's private room and private windows. You get food and drink tickets and 50-50 raffles and a silent auction and basket raffles, Irish dancer performances, bagpipe performances, a lot of really incredible, incredible things for three hours, that entire span of time of the parade and prior. So 12 p.m. until 3 p.m. on parade day, March 19th. And you mentioned, too, there's ample parking, so you don't have to worry about all of the people that'll be flooding Buffalo for the for the parade. Um, so not to worry. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't have to worry about food, drinks, weather, parking, none of it. All you have to do is think about how great it is that you are supporting a nonprofit right here in Buffalo while having a great time. Perfect. And if people can't make it to that event, I know you have donor opportunities online. You have corporate gifts. You have, um, you have Rite Aid Kids Sets. What's that? Yes. So there's a lot of really great opportunities. And you had mentioned earlier, you know, of, of course, we never expect that everybody is in a position to give right out of their own pocket mm -hmm. to a nonprofit. So there's a lot of great alternatives out there that you can do. So Rite Aid Kids Sense is the opportunity where if you're shopping at Rite Aid, all you can say is you want to round up on your purchases. And Epic is one of those nonprofits that receives some of the change that you're rounding up. So you can do that there. Also, there used to be Amazon Smile, so not so much anymore. They got rid of that program. But we did start something that hopefully is just as 
as I don't want to say unnoticeable, but we have a recurring giving program and there is no, nothing that is too big, too small. Think about if you have $5 a month to give, that's maybe like less than one Starbucks coffee nowadays. And you can sign up. It automatically gets taken out. You stop whenever you want to. And it's something that, you know, every month you're doing something really great, but chances are not even remembering or noticing. So the recurring giving program is an awesome thing that we just started at the end of last year. And then also a lot of organizations either do corporate matches for gifts. So if you make a donation, your company may make a matching donation as well. Or there's also the United Way campaign. So several companies do that as well, where their employees can opt in to donate any amount of their choosing out of their check on a monthly, quarterly, whatever the case may be. And then the United Way will give an additional funding. So that's an option as well. Excellent. And there's another way, and I I hate to talk about death. I hate death and taxes, but we have to talk about it sometimes. (laughs) There's a memorial way to be able to, to, you can honor by contributing posthumously, right? So um, people who may want to think about, you know, ways of donating, that's an option. I know it's... that one that we like to think about, but we're all going to end up being there anyway. So why not, why not give, you know, give it your memory, right? So that's an option for people as well. That absolutely is. And I know on Facebook too, there's the option to do nonprofit birthday fundraisers. Facebook will provide that. So Epic is one of the nonprofits that you can select. It costs you absolutely nothing. And then if you post it on Facebook, people have the option to contribute and make that tax deductible donation. And that's, a, you know, some people might say, well, I'm not on Facebook, so there's a traditional ways of doing it. But there, a lot of people are on Facebook, and that's a really great great way. I've seen it. It's like a birthday celebration. People can donate in lieu of giving a gift. And you know what? It, really, we who needs more stuff? You know, might as well contribute. Like, if you're going to take have a birthday, give one to the team, right? <laughs> take, take it to the team. One more birthday, one more birthday year, get get some good stuff for, for your nonprofit. So yeah. uh, that's a really great way for being able to, to help people out. Is there anything in our last few minutes? Liz, that you want to make sure people are aware of. I know on your website, plenty of contact information, family support line. You're on every single social media app I can see here entirely along with email. What else would you want your your uh, the viewers or the audience to know today? I think first, just how enormously grateful we are for everybody's support. Uh, to be in existence for 43 years as a nonprofit is is no small feat. Uh, I'm very proud to be living here. Western New York has more nonprofits per capita than almost anywhere else in the country. Really? We are. We knew we were the city. And and that just (laughs) proves it. And so I would just say, I think reminding yourself that no gift is too small, whether it is sharing a social media post to gain a little bit more traction for a nonprofit, or whether it is even liking or engaging with them on social media, or whether it's volunteering, whether it's making a $5 a month donation, whatever it may be, that nonprofit is going to be so grateful because dollars can stretch really, really far. And your time and your impact and your digital footprint can stretch even farther. So anything that you think you can do, we are going to value and we appreciate it so much. Perfect. And hopefully people will not only have the opportunity through hearing our conversation today, but to be able to perhaps go to the mansion and, and participate in one of Buffalo's longtime honored traditions of the St. Patrick's Day Parade and learn more about your organization. Will you at that time be talking about any kind of awareness? Will there be any, you know, any little presentations or is it just totally all about fun? There'll be a brief one, of course, where we just share exactly the impact that 
everybody who has bought a ticket and attended our event has made. So we always really like to share so people realize right in that moment that their support is already in action and the impact it's already having. Perfect. And then just before we go, anything after St. Patrick's Day we should all be looking forward to? What's your next event? I know you're already planning it. I can tell that's how you do your how do you do your planning, Liz. What's next? Indeed. So we'll have a lot of different happy hour opportunities, different story time events that we'll be doing through the summer. Give 716 is a great community campaign from the Bills and Sabres that we'll be participating in. And then in September, on September 30th, we have our Baby Expo, which again is free to attend. And that is your one-stop shop for everything baby. It's held at the Buffalo Central Library. So everyone can stay tuned for more details there. Perfect. Thank you so much. And for carving out time to talk to us today. I know, again, it's just around the corner from your big event. People can get tickets for the St. Patrick's Day event still. Is it online or how did they call? What are the, how do they get their tickets? It is. I've done both. So people have called and I have helped them through the purchase over the phone. I can process it over the phone as well, or they can go right to our website, epicforchildren.org. And there's a St. Patrick's Day pop-up as soon as you head to that URL. So it'll take you right there. Okay, perfect. And don't wait too long because I'm sure you guys probably sell out very quickly. So getting close. (laughs) Happy St. Patrick's Day to be. And thank you all for listening in today. We'll take care. um, We'll take care to see you soon. And everybody stay safe, happy and well. Thanks for listening to 716 Together. Listen for new shows on the air every Sunday morning at 6 and on-demand podcasts posted weekly. This has been a presentation of Cumulus Media Buffalo. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.